Hello, and welcome to the Diversity in Sports podcast. We are ready to go. Episode one. Uh, I am Farron Ash, and I am joined by my dad. Jeff Ash, good good evening, good evening. Hey, we are ready to roll. Uh, welcome again, like uh, Farron was saying, welcome to Diversity in Sports. Uh, we got a lovely, uh, exciting lineup here. It is our initial taping, so we're ready to go. Uh, please join in and, and, you know, like us and on Facebook, Instagram, give us some feedback, but we're ready to go. Yes. Um, we are a podcast for dads and daughters and the average sports fan where we discuss all the things, answer your questions, uh, talk about relevant topics and everything in between. So we're excited and thank you for watching our trailer. We appreciate all the views and all the loves. So yeah, we're excited for our first episode. And so tonight... Uh, we're going to start with champions. We're going to start with champions. We have a new WNBA champion. The Las Vegas Aces did their thing. Uh, they had an excellent season. They are now champions. They had uh, the most improved player. They had the all-star MVP. They had defensive player of the year league MVP, and of course, the finals MVP, all on the same team. So you kind of knew they had to win. So um, it's just great to celebrate uh, women doing great things in sports. So, You know, I'd agree with that, Farron. Um, let, let's talk about this. I mean, we, we call this diversity in sports for a reason here. Uh, the, the Aces won the championship and, you know, it's, it's not getting nearly the publicity that an NBA champion would get, um, mm -hmm. NFL champion would get. So, you know, we call this diversity in sports because we, we need to talk about this. How do, how do we get this elevated where, one, um, it receives the same type of notoriety and press that, uh, you know, the men's sports would get. In addition, we're not, we're not even going to talk about compensation. Right. Um, so, you right. know, major congrats uh, to the Aces for winning the WNBA championship. You know, it's good basketball. It is really good basketball, fundamentally sound. They have an amazing team, coaches. Mm -hmm. So, um, again, you know, some of the things we're going to talk about in, in episodes to come is how do we elevate uh, women's sports to, to the levels that, you know, the men's sports get in terms of, you know, press compensation and notoriety yes yeah which is why i'm really glad that this is happening that this podcast exists so we can talk about these things because i think that's part of it is just more folks actually talking about it getting excited about it um recognizing the aces for their amazing performance and shout out to the connecticut sun as well for being worthy opponents because i wasn't sure at first if i'm gonna be honest um but they they were worthy um, but yeah, honestly, and shout out to uh, Coach Becky Hammond as well. She did come over from uh, the NBA as an assistant coach to the WNBA as a, uh, a head coach. And so she was also coach of the year. Um, so just a talented, talented group from coaching, coaching staff to the players, like an amazing group, uh, amazing performances, like honestly, all season. So. 
Yeah, shout out to the aces. They're shout great. out to the aces. Shout, shout out, out to, to the aces. aces. Um, you know, again, you know, <clears throat> excuse me, I was thinking about also, you mentioned, um, you know, their, one of their coaches was a coach, assistant coach on an NBA team. Mm-hmm. Um, again, you know, we, we got to create the space. Um, if When you know how to coach, you know how to coach. Period. Um, even co- period. Right. It's, it's not good coaches. You don't have to be, it's not gender specific. If you can coach, you can coach. Uh, so we really, you know, even coming up on some of our future episodes, we have some, uh, uh, you know, women's basketball coaches who are going to be guests on our show, um, as well as just dads. But we really like to think about, you know, I love it when I see, you know, just women who are now, you know, uh, NBA referees, uh, NFL officials. Mm-hmm. I don't want to get off on too much on it. Where I know we're talking about the Las, uh, Las, Las Vegas Aces. But, um, you know, we, we really got to elevate this. This is, the, this is the point of the show really, to elevate uh, diversity, diversity issues. And certainly, um, you know, there's plenty good seats, I think, for women to be assistant coaches in all sports. Mm-hmm. But uh, big shout out to the Aces and the amazing assembly of, of a team that they have. Um, they had they won every they won every award just about, didn't they? Basically, basically. Yeah. Um... I know there there are some that they didn't necessarily get, but um, most of the major awards like within the WNBA, like they got them, honestly. So, yeah. And it's honestly it's it's inspiring for me, too, because I'm like, look at these women doing amazing things in sports. This is great. Wonderful. Really good to see. So, yes. Again, shout out to the Aces. Um, Great job. Great, great job. And again, you know, we're we're on Facebook and Instagram. Certainly, uh, please write your comments, questions. Uh, you can put them on our Facebook page, our Instagram pages, mm-hmm. our podcast page. Yep. Uh, we're actually creating a, a Facebook page for this podcast, Diversity in Sports. Uh, that's going to be that's under construction. But please share your comments as we raise these issues. We're trying to move the needle forward. Uh, yes. We we are we're not experts on sports. Uh, but we we certainly have an opinion. Um, we are we are smart, educated folk who yes. have opinions. So, exactly. so please join us. Yes, absolutely. We want to hear from you. Let us know what you're thinking and feeling, what questions you have for sure. So, yeah, I think with that, we're ready to to jump into some of the NFL action that we saw in the past week. Sure, um, sure. Just kind of do a little roundup. There, there's a lot. There's a lot happening in the NFL this past yeah. week. Uh, a lot yeah. of comebacks. A lot of comebacks. Big, comeback. Big comebacks. Yeah. So before before we jump too far into that, we figured it was fair to name um, uh, our allegiances. Um, I have the unfortunate pleasure of being a Washington Commanders fan. I say that because when's the last time they won anything, you know? um had a whole name change and we we, we'll get into that i'm sure another time um but yes it just it never quite looks right for the commanders but i'm loyal so i'm with the commanders well speaking of loyal i am a diehard pittsburgh steelers fan i've been a pittsburgh steelers fan since well i'm not going to date myself here but a long time um You know, a long time going back to the Chuck Knoll era, Bill Cower era. Uh, Steelers have had three coaches. And I, I, I know all three, like, like they were my neighbors. 
Wow. Uh, my allegiance is very strong. So, yes. you know, our it's our podcast, right? So you call talking bad about one of our teams, you might just get cut off. So um, yes. we love our teams. <laughs> we love our teams. Uh, we are not wishy-washy, win or lose. We're going to ride with our teams, the commanders and Steelers. Um, so, you know, like I said, be careful coming in here talking bad. Yes about the commanders and Steelers. Um, yes. I know I live in Maryland. That That's fine. I like the Orioles, but um, love the Steelers. So yes. we're just going to keep it real, yes. real. Yes. So please, I just, I need y'all to know, listeners, uh, folks viewing stuff, don't don't come here acting funky, okay? Because there there's going to be issues, just so you know. Just yeah, so we should know. probably share some of our other affiliations, uh, allegiances. I know uh, you're a Buckeye and a Buckeye fan. Oh, uh, yeah. We love Whoa. the Buckeyes. Yeah. We love Georgia Tech. Yeah. Um, we also love the Terps. Yes. Uh, so we're going to stand strong on there. Yeah, We're going to stand yeah, strong yeah. on our allegiances. So, sure. um, you know, I'd hate for you to get cut off or, or not see your question answered. Yeah. <laughs> but. No, those are our teams. Uh, again, yeah. we're gonna have a lot of fun. Um, you know, when I think about just this walk around the NFL, Steelers actually lost this week. Um, really disappointing because uh, I didn't think New England was all that this year. Coming off a, a, a loss and yeah. quarterback is hurt. Um, I, I'm, just, you know, I know Mike Tomlin has a great record. Still, ask ah, something about him and. Uh, still not there. So um, big test this week, tomorrow at Cleveland, divisional game. So, you know, I don't know how these guys do it, play that violent of a game on Sunday, Sunday afternoon, evening, and then ready to go on Thursday. That's crazy. I mean, football yeah. kind of by itself is a little bit crazy because um, we've talked about this. It's basically little – I don't even know if it's many, but collisions – every time there's like a a tackle so um yeah i don't know how folks get their body ready in a couple of days for this type of game but they do and we'll see yeah what happens on thursday um on amazon prime and this is not an ad for amazon prime that's just where the games are going to be on thursdays that's where it was last thursday and I'm excited to talk about it because I already knew. I already knew that that was going to be something that we could talk about because why is the game on Amazon Prime? I'm sure it's a money thing, but, you know, you would have to have Amazon Prime video access to watch the game because they were very specific to say only on Amazon Prime. And so part of the other fun thing about this podcast is that we are coming from two very different generations and so me a millennial is like yeah great games on amazon prime i'm gonna be ready i'm gonna pull up amazon prime boop 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 a couple of clicks ready to watch the game but um i know that was not everybody's experience with the game and i'll jump right in here because <laughs> i'm a baby boomer and i'm gonna argue anybody that's a baby boomer or older mm-hmm. was wondering where the game went 100 percent, right Yes. Um, I, you know, I, I, I sell, you know, even other things like a paper ticket. I want a paper ticket. I don't want to put nothing in an Apple wallet. I want a paper ticket. I want the game on NBC or whatever it was. 
NFL Network, where I can just turn to my channel. Yes. I don't want to download anything. I don't <laughs> want an Apple Watch. I just want to watch the game. That's what I want to watch. That's what I want to do. Yeah. But uh, no, I, I, I know a good many folk were scrambling last week. In fact, I was wondering where Al Michaels went. Like, how come he's not doing Sunday? Where did, oh, did, he, yeah. did he retire? Then later I heard, oh, he's on a Amazon. So I'm like, well, what's that? What? I, I, I'm like, do I even have that? Yeah. So we, it was a lot of clicking. Bang, bang. A lot of clicking. A lot of clicking. Yeah, I'm sure it was a lot of clicking. So did <laughs> you watch the game? Yeah, yeah, I watched okay. it. I ended up, end up finding it and watching it. Okay, um, good. <laughs> but it, it just made me even more disgusted. Like, why is it this just where it was? Where it, it always I come and can't be on NFL Network. I just turned to my channel. There's the game. Why do I got to click? Why we got to click? Yeah, I'm actually surprised. I thought they would put it on both. Like, I, I know they were saying only on Amazon Prime, but I figured that they would at least also put it on NFL right. Network or something so that folks, yes, maybe from the older generations right. would still be time. able to find it. Give us it. time to transition, right? Yeah. Give us time. Yes, because it's funny. I even talked, I think I talked to Pappy either that day or around okay. Okay. that time to just, I, he he called me and so I think he was talking about like where is the game I was like oh yes I figured these were the types of questions that would be asked so yes Amazon Prime for all of my baby boomers and above um is uh you can google it or ask your neighbors kids students cousins nieces nephews they'll help you out and you'll be able to watch the game on Thursdays but it, you know fair and I was thinking maybe we should do a poll Whoever's with the millennials mm. and love this Amazon Prime, hit hit fair it up. If you're a boomer and want a paper ticket like me, and <laughs> yes. want the game like it always been on, yes. hit me up. Hit me up or or say something on our uh, on, on our or Instagram or Facebook Instagram. page. Right. Yeah. Right. Let us know. Were you able to watch the game? And if you liked <laughs> it being on Amazon Prime. <laughs> right. Right. Yes, that would be great. But yeah, you know, there were other games that did happen that weren't on Amazon Prime. Like we said, a lot of comebacks, a lot of crazy comebacks. Um, folks who won, who haven't won, feels like it forever. And I'm not just talking about the commanders because they did lose. Um, and that was tough. But um, yeah, a lot of comebacks. I mean, the Jets. The Jets of all teams. Actually, won. you know, the Jets and the Giants have been winning. New York, you how know, you feeling? I, right. You know, when's the last time both New York teams won on the same Sunday? You know, they, they should have threw a parade in, in New York for that or New Jersey, wherever they are. Yeah. But you're right. Now there are a lot of big comebacks, uh, certainly locally here. Uh, Miami came back on Baltimore. I think they were like by 21 in the like fourth that. quarter. Yeah. You know, sometimes it's almost like makes you feel like you don't have to watch these games until – until like yeah, seven second. minutes left in the fourth quarter, right? Yeah, sometimes. Yeah. So then you had, uh, of course, like we said, the Jets won, which is rare. Um, they really pulled while they were playing Cleveland, but that that's a whole nother show, Cleveland. It really um, is. But uh, the Bengals, you know, the Bengals lost on the road. That's not necessarily a comeback, but. You know, um, my Steeler allegiance going to shine here. You know, they were anointed as, you know, AFC, whatever. 
and hear their back to the bungles like we're used to seeing. So, yeah, I said it. Uh, the Mongols, who who they? We don't know who they. So who that? Whatever they say. Um, so yeah, the Bengals lost. Uh, notable game to Jets and Giants. You know, look 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 pretty good. Particularly the Giants look pretty good. Yeah. Miami's big comeback. Um, you know, also some some significant injuries. I know Trey mm. Lance was really disappointed. Like, oh yeah. You know, um, uh, to see what he could do this year. He. He had been, uh, you know, really handed the ball in the team. And interesting, I got to go back now to Jimmy G, who uh, Jimmy Jimmy Garoppolo, also known as AKA George Clooney lookalike. I mean, basically. Um, but uh, yeah, you know, it's interesting to see what they're going to do with um, as Jimmy G, their quarterback. But, mm-hmm. but you know, best wishes, best wishes for Trey Lance and and. You know, a speedy recovery. Um, so yeah. Yeah. I'm uh partially excited for the Jets. I am not a Jets fan, but Garrett Wilson from Ohio State is a wide receiver right, right. for the Jets. So I'm happy for him. He's coming up, he's looking good. So that's exciting for me. Um, which brings me to the Bengals. I have a little bit. So there's two people in particular uh, that stand out to me, like in the NFL as folks who just like kind of rub me the wrong way. One for sure, like just do not enjoy. The other, I'm like, yeah, it just didn't work out. So Joe Burrow, of course, you know, Joe Cool or whatever. The Bengals quarterback, he's great. Um, had this amazing season at LSU when he was in college, you know, goes on to now be the quarterback for the Bengals. Everybody loves him. Everybody loves him. Everybody loves him. I'm like, if you had just waited another year or two at Ohio State, he was an Ohio State quarterback before he transferred to LSU. If you had just waited, if you had just waited a year, you could have had all that love at Ohio State. But, you know, it is what it is. There's only one quarterback at a time. So he had to go to LSU and then had this amazing season, an amazing year, and everything was perfect, and it lined up. So Joe Burrow, I'm like, he's he's a little hard to root for but for me personally outside of that great guy good dude um happy for for him and his family and all that stuff but that's that's just a personal sort of sore spot the other guy cannot stand really because of the disrespect shown to ohio state baker mayfield just do not enjoy him um I'll Remind probably. folks what he did. <sighs> okay. So Ooh, I didn't mean to upset you. Yeah. Let me paint the picture for folks. So this was, I don't, I can't even remember what year it was at this point, but it's been a few years. We're, 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 we're years removed at this point, but Ohio state was playing Oklahoma. Uh, Baker was the quarterback for Oklahoma. So it was this big game. Folks were ranked. I'm sure all that good stuff. Like, Folks were paying attention. Anyway, Ohio State ends up losing the game. Sad, fine. Like, I can deal with the loss. Like, that happens. That's okay. What I cannot deal with is the disrespect when the game is over. So, Baker decided to come out once the game was over and bring some big old Oklahoma flag, fly it around, and then plant it in the middle of Ohio State's field. Like, it's his field, his turf. 
he's that dude. Um, and that has just never been okay. That has never sat well with me. And it hasn't sat well with, I would say, most, if not all, Ohio State fans to the point where another Ohio State player who is now in the NFL, Nick Bosa, who was there for that game, when his team beat Baker's team, which used to be the Browns, but he got bounced from the Browns, um, beat his team. He was he was taunting Baker, talking about Baker, Baker. Baker. Uh, waving a little fake flag in his face um, because you don't forget those moments. So there was no need to do that, Baker. There was no need. So um, his team, now the Panthers, they not looking so good either. Um but yeah, so I got a couple of little uh, sore spots for a couple of those people. But um, happy for the Jets, like I said. I'm kind of happy for Tua, too. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. He's he's been through a lot, you know. Yeah, got it. He's been injured. Um, a few coaching changes. Yes. But he had an amazing game. He did. He had an amazing game. I, I always something about him. Always questions his arm strength. He sort of throws that left-handed soft toss, which I don't <laughs> like. But you know, it's effective. I mean, he's got this, you know, uh, Tyreek Hill who who has supersonic speed. Yes, crazy. I mean, that guy can take the top off of a defense. I yes. mean, he he's always open. Yes, he's, he's like he's like some of these package places. He's always open. Yeah, you know. So um, yeah. You know, and, and and I do want to jump really quick to mm-hmm. um, the Terps. Yeah. Terps. Terps and Coach Loxley, you know. Shout out. Won a few games here in a row. Um, I'm a big Terps fan. Uh, was that been to a couple games this year. You know, uh, we're winning, but I still think we got some room for improvement. But winning, it's always good to leave the stadium with a W. Oh, yeah. For sure. Yeah. And just to just to clarify for for folks who don't totally know us um, or maybe are new to the podcast for um, first time listeners, uh, Terps are University of Maryland Terrapins. Um, That is like the local sports team um, that folks get excited about a lot uh, in Maryland. So um, great basketball programs as well. Football is looking like something this year. They actually we'll be playing Ohio state uh, later in the season. So we'll see how that goes, but yeah, it's always great when Maryland wins. That just, that just feels good, especially new coach. Like um, the coach is black, right? Yeah. Coach yeah. So we, coach Loxley. we get excited for and support black coaches. Um, so yeah, shout out to the Terrapins looking good. And by the way, coach Loxley is a member of the Omega sci-fi fraternity incorporated. Uh, Gamma Gamma Pi chapter, Prince George's County. Big shout out, Coach Locks. Uh, wishing out. you well, my brother. Wishing you well. And there you go. So yeah, we cover a lot of things on this podcast. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah. We 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 gonna say it too. So we will. We will say it. We're not gonna shy away from the you know tough questions or you know we're gonna make what's invisible visible. Yes. And it's gonna be very little that's undiscussable. So. Again, we're about change. Um, you know, we, we can't get to change if we don't have a conversation. Yeah. So, uh, you know, we're going to have a lot of fun in, 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 our, in our podcast, but uh, we're not going to shy away from some, some of the tough questions and tough issues. Yeah. Yes. And with that, 
I think that might bring us to uh, the ashtray. Yes, the ashtray. Yes. You know, so, it's interesting. You don't see those. You don't see those much now. Ashtrays. That's true. That's so you got to come to this show. You got to come to this podcast to see the ashtray and to hear about the ashtray. Yeah. So what's in the ashtray? What do you think? So okay, one of the first things I'll mention in ashtray. Okay, um, is the um the Phoenix Suns owner. Okay, the Phoenix Suns owner is definitely going in, is in the ashtray because this is a man. Um, I mean, the report is long, the allegations against him long of just uh misconduct, um, racist comments and language, sexist comments and language, um, sexual harassment, like just the list is actually long and disgusting. Um, and so a lot of that has been brought to the light in the last few weeks. And so folks were calling for him to um, like sell the team and not be the owner anymore. He was handed um, a one-year suspension and like $10 million fine, which for a billionaire is nothing. Um, 10 million, you know, to the average person, to me, sounds like quite a lot for sure. Um, but to somebody who's getting literally billions coming in every year, um, that's that's not a lot. And so um, just recently, I think as of today, he um, it was brought to news that he is going to be selling um, both the Suns and the Phoenix Mercury, like his stake in those teams, his ownership of those teams, because he, quote, doesn't want to be a distraction. Uh to the teams, but um, a lot of players have been active um, to say like, we want this guy gone, like he should not be a part of our league, all of that. So, which is really great to see uh, players like speaking up and against that sort of uh, behavior in, in the workplace and just really anywhere. But uh, yeah, so Phoenix Suns owner, Phoenix Mercury owner is definitely going in, in the ashtray. Yeah, you know, I agree with you. This is it's 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 disturbing. It's it's a lot of things to me. Um, you know, as you said, uh, $10, $10 million dollar fine. That's that's some loose change to a billionaire. And really, when I think about the 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 incentive, you know, uh, I'm sorry, not the incentive, but but the way I think you head this off is not by the fine, but but when you stop someone's ability to make that kind of money, um, and certainly I think at a minimum, you know, if I if I were an owner, I wouldn't want one of my colleagues to be an owner like that. Right. So, right. you know, I often wonder, you know, Farron and, and to, to the audience, what happens to people like him? I don't, I'm not even going to say his name, actually. Uh, but what happens to people like him when they not owning a football team and they not in the public limelight you think about what they but with that kind of resources what with that kind of resources and that kind of attitude what they possibly could do so um you know if people you know we need to keep our eye on folks like him um after he's no longer an owner it's amazing to me how you know sometimes how apologetic folks are once the emails are discovered, once the yes. phone, you know, phone records are discovered and, and, you know, racism is, is everybody's problem. 
racism impacts all of us. So, you know, we're also at an age and time in where being neutral just isn't acceptable anymore. You know, you know, sometimes I hear, well, you know, I have black friends. Well, it's great if you have black friends, but standing against racism is yeah. something I need more different. It's yeah. more than that. So, um, you know, it's, it's about speaking out, being an ally against racism. So um, I'm hopeful that everybody will, will take a stand against racism, ageism, genderism, sexism, all the isms. I mean, when you think about how great a country, how greater a country and land this could be if we could get rid of some of the isms. Um, wow. So no, I, I'm happy to see this guy go. I'm glad to, you know, I love when I see, you know, the athletes speak out mm -hmm. and athletes have a right to speak out. hundred um, percent. They have a right to speak out. They're human beings with families. Yeah. They, they, you know, they're more than just gifted athletes. Mm -hmm. They donate how many millions of their uh, resources and times um, many of them. So on the flip side, they have a right to speak out when things um, disrupt their spirits. So fully stand with them on that. Mm -hmm. um, so, yeah, just very troubling, very troubling. Um, I'm glad we can, you know, this guy's been found out and, and we can move on. And if anything, he should be sort of a $10 million fine. I don't know where the fines go. But those fines should go to diverse charities to, to uplift um, the community, uplift, um, you know, struggling or uh, communities that have less. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. I think um, I don't know what's going to happen to him. Uh, white men tend to land on their feet. Uh, so I'm just going to be fine. But um, I definitely think, yeah, in the process, like, there's there can be and understandably like a lot of negativity and things tied to it but if there are positives and ways that communities can be uplifted um and blessed like in the process like i think that is great so yeah but um what else is in the well ashtray? you know um interesting you know the the ashtray uh, you know similar similarly not exactly the same but you know, I came across an interesting article, um, not article, but podcast where I was re hearing, listening to Jalen Rose, who pointed out, you know, you think about just sports, professional sports that are, are dominated, particularly by minorities and, and, and black black players. You know, the road to professional, um, it's a much different road than for, you know, sports, professional sports that aren't dominated by minority players. Um, and you, we take example football and, and, and NFL, NFL football and basketball, how to road to the NFL, typically you gotta go to college. The road to the NBA, you typically gotta go to college um, and, and generate even more income for the NCAA before you can get there. And, and these avenues, you know, I would encourage you all to kind of do your own research. I know I need to do more research on this, but it, it does yeah. appear that the road to professional looks much different in these black dominated athlete sports than those of their counterparts. 
So this is something I think we need to look at. Uh, we need to call out. We need to call it out. Um, you know, personally, I think, um, you know, if you're gifted in that way, like any other employer, if, if I'm gifted enough to be an, uh, an amazing engineer right out of high school or, or wherever, and someone offers me that kind of money, I sh- you know, I shouldn't have to, to, to go someplace else to generate even more money before I'm given that opportunity. So um, I, I get you don't want you want really skilled players. I'm talking about opportunity. I'm talking about the opportunity to go straight from one to the other looks very different uh, for for minority players than non-minority players. So that that's something I think we probably want to spend a little more time on as, as we go forward, really, really dissecting that and and think about, you know, this podcast is for 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 the people, for yeah. us, right? Yeah. Who do we write to? Who can we have on our show? Um, we'd love to hear from you know folks like the NBA and NFL's commissioners. Um, in 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 contrast with some of the other commissioners of like the National Hockey League and Major League Baseball, uh, why why are these systems drastically different? Why are those avenues and roads, pathways? That's the word I'll use. Uh, very different. Hmm. Yeah. No. I I definitely do need to do more in my own research on that, but it does not surprise me in the least that it is more difficult um, for black players or minority players to have like the opportunity to just go from high school being talented, gifted, athletic, um, and then going straight to whatever professional league um, exists for them. Uh, That just unfortunately doesn't surprise me at all. Everything always is uh, two times, three times, 10 times harder for a minority to achieve, to access, to get to the same level um, of white counterparts. A lot of the time, most of the time, all of the time. Um, And that's exhausting. That's exhausting. That's exhausting. And so, yeah, our hope is to bring attention to like these types of things. Shout out to Jalen Rose, um, somebody who is like a national face and figure who is talking about it, who is bringing it up, who is creating that conversation um, so that folks can be aware. So we can start doing things um, to have an impact, to make change, um, to continue the conversation, to make sure folks just like have equal opportunity. Like it doesn't feel hard to do that. And yet it is. And we're still here. But um, again, having a conversation important to talk about these things but for now it is in the ashtray in the ashtray yeah yeah i don't know if that's a great place you want to be in the ashtray it's not because when we put you in the ashtray you better be ready yeah you you don't so actually want to be we're gonna say it yeah we're gonna say it if you in the ashtray we we're gonna say it so Every week we look to have a segment um, in the ashtray. Uh, so those those are just you know really jumping at jumping out at us this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, again, listeners, certainly if you have ideas for the ashtray topics, things that just kind of rub you the wrong way, like, where can I take where can I take this? Who, Here. who can we talk to? Talk us. us this. Yes. This podcast, that's where you bring it. You're not sure which podcast? It's this one. 
diversity in sports. Exactly. Exactly. Um, and to actually take us out of the ashtray for a moment, um, do want to celebrate a couple people, um, particularly on their retirement in the last week or so. Um, gotta give it up to the one and only, the legend, the iconic Serena Williams, um, who played her last tennis match um, again a couple of weeks ago. She, I don't, I don't know how many wins, but it's historic um, on just the highest levels on the biggest stages um, and did it gracefully. Again, we just talked about how hard it is um, for, for black athletes and just black people in general to get to the same level as white folks. Serena Williams, a black woman, just doing it, doing it on the biggest stage. Um, and so we celebrate her and her achievements and her wins and the ways that she's inspired um, so many athletes in general, so many black women, her daughter, um, just beautiful to see, excited that she's getting her flowers and being celebrated for sure. Um, and we also, we take a moment to, to celebrate another great within the, the tennis, within the tennis realm. Um, Roger Federer also retired um, again within the last week. And so another winner, another champion, another great athlete. And so we just, we celebrate folks who, um, who are great athletes on this show. You know, this, this is a, a wonderful time. Um, you know, again, uh, I'm going to date myself with the baby boomers. I really want to go back. Um, yes, absolutely. We want to, you know, celebrate Serena, but I, I really want to go back just a moment to the, to the Althea Gibsons, um, the Arthur Ashes, mm -hmm, um, the Billie mm -hmm. Jean Kings, yeah. um, who really set the stage for women in tennis. Um, but huge shout out to Serena Williams and, and while well, we're celebrating three, Venus Williams. And Venus. And Venus. The, the Williams sisters, they yeah. have been dominating tennis for a very long Decades. time. Yeah. Um, but just want to make sure we, we don't lose sight of some of the earlier pioneers who, who they may have looked at that made them see that it was possible to play, to, to play that game. Um, yeah. yeah. But, but huge shout out to Serena. I was really pulling for her to, yeah. to, to kind of pull it out. That was, you know, it would have been a storybook. Um, it would have. But just, just amazing shout out to, to her, her career. To, to, to Venus Williams, the Williams sisters, as we were saying. Um, you know, so there are some up and coming stars in, in women's tennis. For sure. Uh, you know, think of Sloan Stevens is up and coming. Um, the other name escapes me. Is it like uh, uh, Goff? Goff, mm -hmm. help, me. help me. Yeah, I think her, her name Coco? is Coco. Yeah. Coco Goff, yeah. So uh, we, we, you know, they're, you know, folks, it's hard to play some of these sports because it's hard. It's equipment and fees. Yeah. You know, this, this, this is the diversity part to this, right? You know, you need more than a ball to play tennis. You know, you need racking, you need gear. So, you know, I'd love to see, you know, some athletes or whoever, um, if you got that kind of resources to, to, you know, put together programs in, in, in our cities and suburbs for, for tennis, for golf, uh, these sports that uh, require some amazing and lengthy resources to just get started. Mm -hmm. um, yeah, and Roger Federer, come on now. Who, what? Roger Federer, 
big time, big time for a long time. Yep. Um, so just big shout out to um, uh, Roger Federer and his career. Yep. Uh, you know, we can't have this uh, show without uh, a local tennis favorite. Um, oh, my gosh. The, his name escaping me. Y'all y'all, got to get on me about this. From Prince George's County, who advanced. Um, I'm going to look that up. Fair yes. my, my, I'm going to look that up. Y'all got to get on me because I can't remember his name right now. This is our first show. So yeah, we yeah. It's our you first know. show. We need grace, you know, just like everybody yes, else. Yes. Um, yes, but I know who you're talking about. Um, yeah, shout out, shout out to him. We love, we love local talent as well. Um, but yeah, it's it's really great when you see people from around your hometown, your home city, your home county, whatever it is, you know. Shout out to PG County. Um when there yes. we go. I found it. I found yes. it. Tia, maybe we can have him as a guest on the show. That'd be great. I'm going to reach out to if y'all, if anybody knows him, um, reach out to him and let him know we want him on this podcast so he yeah. can tell us how he got started yeah. um, in tennis. Um, yeah, that'd be great to have him on the show. Uh, you know, how do we, how do we get young African-American men, women, boys, girls, uh, into tennis earlier, Francis, Francis, Francis Tiafo from Prince go. George's from Prince George's County. So my bad on on um, slipping on the name there for a minute. Um, but wow, what what a run he had! I know we were talking about Serena and yeah. and um, and Roger Federer, but you know those names just jumped out at us. But mm -hmm. uh, yeah, if yeah, anybody knows uh, Francis. I'm, Let's try and find, find Francis and get him on our show, right? Okay. Right. So, uh, but no, big, big ups to, to Serena, the Williams sisters. Um, I go back um, in my uh, baby boomer here thinking about Billie Jean King. Um, those, you know, some of y'all might not remember, she played uh, Bobby Riggs in, in a tennis match and she won. You know? Okay. Uh, so anybody remembers that baby boomers, come on now, don't let me down. You know, holla at me if you remember that moment. That was big for uh, women's tennis and um, and the sport of tennis when uh, she played uh, Bobby Riggs. So uh, hit, hit hit me up, hit me up on my Facebook page or Instagram page. Yes. Let me know. Let me know. Let me know what you think. Yes, and for my millennials and and younger, um, perhaps we don't know some of these characters and people because uh, I'm not gonna lie, I don't um, name. Sounds a little bit familiar, but that could just be because of Michael Jackson and his song. But um, yeah, I'm gonna have to look into that one. That's a that's a little bit before my time, but we can look into it. We we know how to watch the games on Thursday. We can find out uh, about the the previous tennis matches, so it's all good. But yes, we we celebrate excellence, you know, um, in in sports, and we celebrate diversity in sports too, and so. Um, it's honestly the best of both worlds here. So, yeah, I think that uh, might be our content for the evening. Was there anything I else? I think so. I think okay. so. Um, like I said, this is our, our initial run. Um, this is our initial run. And, and we, we just, like I said, we talk about some things. Uh, we're going we're gonna to work out some of the kinks as we go. 
Uh, but please listen in, please listen in, please write in, please comment in, please question in. In fact, coming up um, on our next segment, uh, which we expect to air on uh, October 5th, uh, we're going to have a guest uh, already confirmed. We're going to have Pikesville High School girls basketball coach and perennial champion uh, Michael Dukes um, as our one of our guests. Um, so uh, please join us. He's going to talk uh, women's basketball, uh, just his relationship and how he got into coaching and the relationship he has with the you know young ladies and um, like I said, they're they're perennial champions in in this region. Um, I've known Michael Dukes for a long time. He's a good, dear friend of mine. So um, really looking forward to that. Uh, I know another segment that, that we're going to have here is Ask with a K, the Ashes. Ask the Ashes. Um, yeah. You know, certainly if there's, there's things you like to hear about, hear us talk about, you know, let us know. Uh, like I said, we're not going to shy away from difficult issues, this, difficult questions, um, we're looking to really expand our, our guest list. Um, certainly, if you know of a dad, daughter, diversity issue, um, diversity in sports, women's issue, women's sports, please, please hit us up. Yes. And we'll get you scheduled on so we can hear your voice as well. But uh, please like us, write to us, let us know what you think. And um, yeah, anything you want to add, Farron? Yeah, um, just uh, agreeing with all of those things. Definitely send us your questions so we can talk about them on the podcast, whether it's um, pre-recorded or a live episode. Like, um, let us know what you think. We're happy to have comments and feedback. Again, be mindful of the allegiances. Okay, just be mindful. Mm -hmm. All sports fans are welcome, but be mindful. Okay, um, and yeah, send us send us in your questions. Uh, we'd love to hear from you if there are like games, specific games you want us to talk about or specific, um, I don't know, something that happened in a game that you want us to talk about. We can go over those types of things, too. Um, we're we're doing this. Yeah, to have fun and like connect. And but it's also for you. So let us know what you guys are interested in. And so, yes, you can follow us on Instagram. The Instagram is D-I-S underscore podcast. You can follow us there. Send us a DM on Instagram, our individual Facebook pages, and our soon-to-come um, Diversity in Sports Facebook page. Be on the lookout for that. Send in comments, questions, all that good stuff that way as well. So, um, yeah. And so on, yes, October the 5th, we will be live. We will be live with our guests. So be sure to tune in to that. And so, yes, we're, we're grateful for y'all listening and excited for what's to come in the uh, future episodes. So, yes, very yes. excited. Yes. And, and you know how we end our show. Y'all already know what it is because these are coming out on Wednesdays, y'all. So comes out on Wednesdays. So, so every, every Wednesday. Wednesday. Is Ash, is Ash Wednesday. All right now. Every Wednesday is Ash Wednesday. See you October 5th. Thank you.